We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Thanks for listening to The Crisis Next Door. This is Jason Brooks. And as you can tell right off the bat, if you've listened to The Crisis Next Door before, it sounds a little bit different. Don't have that usual fancy introduction with the anchor bringing in the program. That's because me, like many other people, are now working from home. That includes all of us here at KCBS, except for some essential personnel who are in the studio making sure that our airwaves are still filled with our reporters in the field and providing essential information to our listeners during the coronavirus outbreak. I myself started working from home on Friday, March 13th. It was the first time I've ever done that in my life where I've broadcast live from my home for an entire show. My normal job is to provide business news following the stock market, the economy, and Silicon Valley on KCBS Radio in San Francisco and the CBS Radio Network. And that remains the focus, and obviously over the past four weeks, it's been quite the challenge. The outbreak has absolutely hammered the U.S. economy, which has seen one sector after another shut down. The stock market has lost about 30% of its value deep into a bear market and expecting to hit a recession here in the second and third quarters. And my job has really focused on that over the past four weeks and have not been able to get a crisis next door out over the past two weeks as I've shifted to this home environment and still working out some technical glitches and trying to get particular sound on in order to get the podcast going. But I wanted to put an update out there. Uh, I've got basically most of my technical gear in place and will soon start to be able to do interviews with guests and be able to record those interviews and put out new podcasts. I think it's more important than ever that we really consider the world and and what is happening all around as we try to work together and not only prevent the spread of this coronavirus outbreak, but also ensure that the world is a better place afterwards and that we are better partners with each other. I think there are tremendous concerns because of what is happening right now, just starting with the economy. That's the obvious. It's not just the U.S. We're seeing the economy shut down across Europe and in many other places. It started in China in January when they enforced quarantine And the massive factory system, a supply chain feeding world technology manufacturing, was essentially shut down for several weeks, partially opened up, and at last report, still not fully open more than two months later, just partially open. And we knew at the time that the global supply chain was going to be under tremendous duress as Maersk and other big shippers stopped going into China to bring shipments to the rest of the world. And we are facing that issue with many companies in the U.S. who get all of their supplies or make their components in China. Apple is the easy one to look at right off the bat. It's got about $260 billion in annual revenue, 
and its biggest revenue generator is the iPhone. The iPhone is made in China, and that is a big impact on Apple. Many of the components that it uses in the iPhone are made in China, and that's just one example. Uh, all other parts of the economy are affected by the Chinese supply chain, and that's causing companies here in the U.S. and politicians in the U.S. to start thinking about bringing manufacturing back to the U.S. to prevent these supply chain disruptions from happening in the future. Not that easy to do, of course. It takes years to build up factories and get the proper supply chains and logistics in place in order to keep operations going. But those are things being considered right now by various companies around the world. And then you look at the various crises around the world. How is the coronavirus going to impact them? War has remained unabated in Syria for nearly a decade. Yemen, Libya, Ukraine fighting continues. How will those conflicts be shaped by the outbreak? How will they be affected? Will countries sense an opportunity to take advantage of the global virus focus to settle old claims or exploit new ones as countries feel like they can't respond to help out another country as they deal with the virus impact in their own country? What will the U.S. global role be? Will there be a retrenchment? Will the U.S. be focused on repairing its economy and not be able to provide assistance in areas where it has done so before? What will the U.S. role be in the Pacific? China has been very aggressive, building out its, its, its impact all around the Pacific as much as possible, claiming islands that other countries such as Vietnam, Indonesia, Malaysia, and Japan have, have long claimed to. China obviously trying to build up its presence in the Pacific. That's been a major issue for the United States. How will they face China in this role, especially after a trade war that's taken place over the past couple of years, on top of all of these issues with the coronavirus outbreak and the supply chain? This is going to be absolutely critical going forward. And populism is another thing to watch. Populism has really grabbed hold across the world. We've seen it in the U.S., we've seen it in Europe, we've seen it in the Philippines, we've seen it in South America. Will the outbreak further increase the push to populism in countries that are limiting migration, countries that are focused on their own identities and nationalism? This is going to be something very important to watch in the coming months, especially as we deal with this outbreak. I think one of the most important things, and this goes for all countries around the world, is for an atmosphere of civility and being able to work together. It's asking for a lot, obviously, but we are in a pandemic right now, and the best response to a pandemic is for the world to work together. I recently watched a documentary on Woodstock, the 1969 music festival that brought together a half million hippies and kids from all over the U.S. to watch some of the best bands of the day. And it was very interesting because it was held on a piece of farmland in upstate New York owned by a man named Maxi Asger, a dairy farmer who was an avowed conservative. But he allowed a half million of these people, hippies and kids, counterculture, to be on his farm listening to this music. And they left it in absolute shambles after, as can be expected with that many people on a farm. But he still had a smile on his face and said he was happy they had a good time and that they were free. The people of Bethel, New York, helped out those concert goers when they ran out of food. They brought food together from all the people in that town, making food for those kids. Even though they had very different opinions on life and how to live life, they came together in that moment. To me, that's just a very small example, and it's from a long time ago, but to me, it shows that people can work together even if they have different beliefs, and there's probably no more important time to do so than right now. 
I plan to get the Crisis Next Door going with more interviews and guests on some specific conflicts and the overall impact of the coronavirus outbreak on the world. They will be coming soon. And I thank you for taking the time to listen to the show. If you want to get a hold of me, you can email me at jason.brooks at kcbsradio.com. And you can also follow me on Twitter at Brooks KCBS Radio. Thanks for listening to The Crisis Next Door. I'm Jason Brooks. Till next time. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t